Welcome everybody to another episode of the Get Off My Lawn podcast, the best show that nobody's watching, uh, which you guys can help change that, but we'll get to that here in just a second. But it is Thursday night, it's eight o'clock, and that means it's time for us to get together, bittersweet, for the last time. Until the next time. Uh, we'll just be wrapping up season two with this episode. That doesn't mean that we're going to stop. That just means that it's that time of year where we've got a few things happening pretty soon and we will not be able to bring you the show. And so last year we started up season two after our November break. We started back up in December. We're going to do the same thing this time and we're just going to call that season three. So, uh, so real quick here, uh, we're not going to get into anything real, real serious. We're just going to have some fun, just kind of end this season with with uh, some lightheartedness and and whatever else happens. And anybody that uh, that wants to jump in and just hang out and be part of the panel, let us know. Uh, make sure, especially if you're on the YouTube side, that you tag Sandhill Sweetheart so she uh, so she knows it, and we'll make sure that we can get you a link. Um, and you can just hop in and, and hang out with us if you want to for a little bit tonight. Same rules apply as always. You have to keep your language PG-13 if you're unable to do that because you just can't or you won't or you're inebriated, then maybe don't ask for that link. That's all. But uh, we've got uh, our esteemed panel, a very esteemed panel of our usual suspects. So let's say hello to them here real quick um first and foremost we've got those two knuckleheads from lincoln number one is our favorite tactical teacher travis p11 because one through ten were taken do you say i was i was a steamy panelist or an esteemed panelist because I'm, you know, I'm pretty steamed up, I'm pretty you bringing up before we went live oh, I, we can't no. we can't even talk okay. about that on air no no, but, absolutely not. Uh, yeah. So for those of you, is it okay if I say this, Travis? For those of you who are not aware, sure. Travis is single, ladies. He is unattached. Whoa. There you He's go. A Pisces. He likes long walks on the beach, yep. coladas, and getting yep. caught in the rain. Yep. So well, the the range, <laughs> getting caught at the range. Getting caught at the and, and and he loves and the smell of the after the range. Yes, yes. So <laughs> you got a aunt or a, a you know sister? call me so there you go i've i've got both but all my aunts and my sister are married <laughs> so it doesn't really help there so, you go well, no no i was like there you go and i was like no wait a minute no no but uh, no man i do appreciate the invite tonight and uh, it's gonna be a great topic just things that annoy us is that is that part of what we got going on or what well not so much annoy us but actually okay. that, that we get offended by it. and i'll show you or i'll explain yes. what i mean here in a minute uh all right but now that i think about it when i said i've got both i don't have an aunt sis that's not how my family rolls. We don't we don't cross the generations like that. My sister's not my aunt, um, which is funny because I have a friend who has a bruncle, and uh, that's oh, really wow. cool. Yeah, her her uncle is actually Holy. her brother. When when you are adopted by the people who are technically yeah. your grandparents, but legally your mom and dad, then the fa the family dynamic is just goes out the window, and everything's fine, and nobody's inbred, and it's all good. Anyway. Uh, enough about that. Enough about single Travis. Let's sure, go man. over to our other eligible bachelor. Go. On the let's go to bachelor number two. Um, <laughs> he's also uh, a Pisces and likes long walks on the beach, pina coladas, and getting caught in the rain. Defense Dad is also in the house. 
Hey man, I'm a Capricorn. Get it straight. Same thing. What's the? I don't even know the differences. Uh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> you can you can God. open. Are you really? I don't know. I don't know the things. I just know that if you open up the horoscope and read any one of them to any person, they're going to be like, "Oh, that fits my life so well." And then you can just tell them, "Hey, that wasn't even yours." But that's because those are all crap. So whatever. Um, and anybody that actually believes in horoscopes, I'm sorry that you're dumb. Um, uh, but those are all crap. So. <laughs> anyway no i'm feeling a little saucy tonight guys i really don't feel like pulling punches or being nice uh so we'll see what happens this could go i laugh because i have two very educated co-workers but both of them love or the the astrological sign stuff oh well you if you want you can pass along my condolences uh, to their lack of intelligence but um probably best if you don't because then they're going to wonder why your friends was such a jerk. But anyway, uh, rounding out our, uh, our our fourth wheel, as it were, tonight. Uh, he is not eligible. He is not a bachelor. He is not single. Uh, but he is in an undisclosed location deep underground somewhere near the Kansas border. Pat is in his bunker. Good evening, gentlemen. Are you threatening me? <laughs> you, don't don't threaten me. Get... you don't want me to go. Are you threatening me? I need primer for my breast cases. <laughs> right. I need ammo for my magazine. I am desperate. I will take steel case ammo for my bunghole. <laughs> That's kind of funny because my coworker also told me yesterday and she was disarming in the bathroom and the toilet, uh, one of the rounds went in the toilet and she was trying to fish it out. Um, you know what, at that point, I know those are expensive, but at that point, it's, well, okay, I guess if you're disarming, that means you haven't used the toilet yet, so perhaps it was fairly clean. Uh, you know what, we haven't really said hi to everybody else. We have got, uh, Liberty Bell is in the room tonight, becoming a nuisance, because, did you already chew up your thing? Here, you know what, I brought one of these just in case. Uh, for those of you that don't think you should give a dog rawhide, Mine hasn't died yet, so she's going to get this. And please don't call PETA on me. Here, have that. There you go. Good girl. Um, and Sandhill Sweetheart is in her chair over in the producer's seat. She is along for the ride. She can see you. She can hear you. She doesn't want you to see or hear her. Uh, we're going to talk about that here in a little while, too. And we cannot shame her into changing that. Just so you guys know, peer pressure does not work. She's much too smart and much too strong-willed for that. She has to be to be married to the likes of me. Um, but, uh, we're going to get into that in, in a different fashion here. Um, first and foremost, let's, let's pay a bill because we're live on multiple platforms. Again, two places on Facebook, both the Sandhills media page. And I made a special page, which you should go and like, if you're on Facebook, if you haven't yet, it's just get off my lawn podcast. And it doesn't have an exclamation point because I can't, it won't allow it in the name of the page, which is dumb. You can't put that kind of punctuation in there, but, uh, but that is, um, that is, is what it is. Uh, get off my lawn podcast page, also Sandhills media page. And of course we're here on YouTube. So if you're out there, we want to hear from you, drop those comments in the chat here. Let's put the ticker up there. Uh, YouTube or Facebook, either one. I want to know that you're there and let me know which page because I can go back later and see where the comments are. But right now I cannot, uh, it throws everything together and it just says YouTube or Facebook on my StreamYard uh, feed here. And so let us know which page you're on. Say hi. Let us know where you're from. 
we really like that. Even if even if we've talked to you a lot, we like to know where you're coming from. Uh, if your name is is like Carolina EDC reviews is out there on YouTube, uh, I could probably figure out where he's from. So, I mean, if it's obvious, maybe maybe we're cool. But but anyway, um, make sure you get those comments out. Or, yeah, comments out there. Please hit the like button. More importantly, hit the share button because I'm not kidding. This is the best show that nobody's watching. And we go live every week now to tens of people. And, and when I say tens, usually it's not more than 10 at a time. It's, it's 10, maybe 12. Uh, it would have to be over 20 to get to tens of people at a time. So tell everybody to come tune in. Join us live. It would be very cool to uh, to get that that live chat jumping so fast that I can't even follow it. Uh, that's when it's fun. When you guys are commenting, there's so many of you commenting that we can't even track them all. And then we have to resort to super chats in order to being able to find them, which honestly, here's the thing. And I've always wanted to say this, and I don't know if I should say this or not, but if you want to support us, there are better ways than super chat because Google insists on keeping 30% of that. So if you give us a dollar super chat, you're actually giving us 70 cents and you're paying 30 cents to Google. Uh, so now that's fine. It's money that we didn't have before and we appreciate it. It does take a long time to get paid out. Uh, we've got Patreon. If you want to just be a monthly pledge, even a buck a month, uh, those do add up and we appreciate it. And they go to pay for things like my new microphone, uh, some of the camera gear that, that we're going to be using um, next weekend when uh, when I'm up hunting deer to, to get some good pictures and hopefully some good videos, some of that kind of stuff. Uh, so... Um, we, we do appreciate that Patreon support. And you know what? If you just want to send us money on PayPal, we'll take it. Uh, we'll make sure that it doesn't uh, it doesn't go outside the channel. We'll use it for for gear or for... Uh, we're, there's more stuff I want to talk about tonight. But coming up on um, running out of our year of StreamYard, so we got to pay for that again. And I want to talk about maybe some sponsors. But um, we'll get to that. So before we get into the, the meat and potatoes... We do want to just make sure, oh, you know what? Hold on here. Somebody, somebody didn't change this. I've got these where I can read them and I set them up. I'm going to let you guys know a little secret here. Let's pull back the curtain a little bit, guys. I don't memorize all that. I, I read them, okay? So then I hang them up here beside my monitor so that I can actually, let me do this without bumping the mic. There we go. Okay. And I just read it and you can always tell I'm not looking directly at the camera, but that's because I've got those hung up so I can read the right one every week, except for I neglected to hang up the right one. And now I'm busted. Anyway, let's get back on track. Today's show is brought to you by Garrett Keel at Open Country Firearms in Osmond, Nebraska. Garrett's goal with Open Country was to create a great storefront and assist responsible gun owners in new and used purchases, custom orders, transfers, and more. He's always been an advocate for the Second Amendment and thought owning his, or excuse me, opening his own gun store would be an excellent way to help shooters get what they want and connect with new people. You can call Garrett at 402-841-0970, which is on the screen if you're watching. And if you're not watching, you really should. Uh, but if you're catching us on audio, on, on any of the audio versions, I really like growing those too. So I'm glad you're there. That just means that you're not live and you can't comment with us. Uh, or you can visit OpenCountryFirearms.com 
for some of the best deals on new and used firearms, ammunition, and now suppressors. And make sure you let him know that we sent you because it's always good to know that uh, the money that he gave us uh, to help advertise is actually money well spent and we are earning him some business. So make sure you let him know if you talk to him or if you go in there. Osmond, Nebraska, it's it's not a big town. He's really easy to find because it's not a big town, but uh, there's not a big storefront. So if you don't know where you're going, then make sure you call him, 402-841-0970. He is, uh, that's not his number one job, so make sure you call ahead, make sure he's going to be open. And if he's not open, but he's available, he will meet you there because he's that kind of guy. He's a great guy. Uh, so again, let him know that you heard about him from us. All right, let's pull that down off the screen. And uh, if you do need to email us and you're not uh, catching us live, you can always email NE, that is letter N, letter E for Nebraska, sandhillsmedia at gmail.com. So uh, November Echo, sandhillsmedia at gmail.com. There you go. Okay, so before we get into other stuff pertaining to next season, um, I want to talk a little bit, and this is kind of a continuation from an episode we did here a while back about, you know, what if we acted like they do? And there are a few concepts that, that we didn't talk about that I really want to get into. And it's not so much that I want to act like they do, but I kind of do. And, and I just want to take some of this stuff back because if getting offended is the currency of the day, then why should we always be the ones shortchanged? So here's what I want to talk about, and, and I'll come up with a couple, but everybody else can sure uh, chime in as well with, with the things that actually offend you. And, and let's preface this by saying we get it. I know that nobody cares that I'm offended, that the world does not stop spinning, that nobody's life is affected because, oh, boo-hoo, John's offended. I get it, okay? But it's my show. I can do what I want to. And you know what? Speaking of getting offended, here's a guy that I don't think's ever been offended, but we've got Squib joining us. What's up? Oh, maybe. Oh, hell, this is going to be fun tonight. He's, he's here. Oh, yeah. he's muted. I don't know if you know you're muted, Squib, but we can't hear you. Or you just joined, but you're busy. When you get a second, Squib, just cut in, and we will uh, we'll welcome you at that point. Um but there's a few things that, you know what, I mean, we've got people that want to try and take back certain words that have been perverted by the left or the snowflakes or what have you. So I want to kind of take back a few concepts and, and things that, that get offensive. So, you know, we have to walk on eggshells sometimes, right? I, even in here, sometimes I word things, I try to word things strategically because I don't want to offend the wrong people. But you know what? having to walk on eggshells offends me and I'm tired of it. And I'm really getting to the point where I'm fed up and I'm not going to do it anymore. And I don't know what that's going to mean for next season. There may be a, a difference in the way that we go about things. And that's one of the things I'm kicking around. We'll see. But um, so if, if you have to worry about, you know, what you say or what you post or whatever, you can't say that um, because you might offend somebody. You can't say, um, you know, we can't we can't talk about stereotypes anymore, right? You you can't talk about the stereotypes of 
certain people liking fried chicken, or you can't talk about the stereotypes of certain people um, always, you know, needing uh, um, what's the hot sauce with the little mariachi guy on it, you know? I mean, we can't talk about the stereotypes of, of white people, you know, or, or whatever, because that might offend somebody. But it's offensive to me to have to hold back. So why does everybody else get to be offended and yet I'm the one that just has to deal with it and not talk about being offended because I have to change the way that I am to fit into this world anymore? Screw that. It offends me that I have to try and be somebody that I'm not because I want to not offend somebody that I probably don't care about or even like. And so that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about tonight. If if you if you have to um, if you have to you're going downtown, you're not at work, you're not at school, you're just going downtown. And you're thinking, "Oh, well I could put on this shirt, but it says, you know, let's go Brandon." Or I could put on just the plain t-shirt that you don't have to read. You know, I better not wear the one that's going to offend people. Okay. Well, it's okay to be offended that people can get so butthurt and triggered that you can't even wear the shirt that you want to wear. You've got the right to say, let's go, Brandon, just as much as they've got the right to be upset about it. So it's okay if that, if you actually take offense at that. Um, so that's kind of what I want to talk about tonight is you just want to plant the seed in, in everybody's mind that if everybody else can be offended, it's okay for us to be offended too. We always, you know, on our side, we're always so facts don't care about your feelings and nobody cares that you're offended. I had a whole episode about that once, right? Um, but the fact is that everybody gets offended at some point by something. If, if you're not offended at some point by something, then you're probably not in touch with reality at all. Even Jesus Christ got offended, flipped tables at the temple because they had turned it into a marketplace and lost track of what the building was for. So being offended is not always a bad thing. Um, expecting the world to stop turning and expecting the whole world to change based on the fact that you got offended, well, that's different. Um, but in fact, that offends me. But there, there's other stuff. So what, I mean, does that make sense? Do you guys kind of have examples of other things that that people get offended by that we can be just as offended that they, that they're offended by it. And that why should we have to change? Um, I'll come out and say, I think that a lot of people confuse being offended with being pissed off about something. And I kind of typed that in the chat. Um, there's not many things in this life that offend me. Um, I just, I grew up just dealing with stuff and learn out that, the things that offend me are getting underpaid for quality work, that kind of stuff. But things that piss me off, that's a different story. And I, I, I just think a lot of people get confused about that, if that makes any sense. Well, and I can understand the difference there, too. But some, um, a lot of people can't. Now, I, I think I'd go the other way around, honestly. Being being underpaid for high-quality work and, and being, say, you're say that you work in a factory the way that squib does and i know squib does maintenance but let's say you work on on a line you're a welder and it's clear day in and day out that your welds are better than anybody else's that you're the best welder on the line and yet you constantly get passed over for promotions 
constantly get passed over for raises and you see everybody else who turns in inferior work leapfrogging over top of you that would not offend me that would piss me off that would do both for me like it well, happened it probably. happened this year with me at work they redid our pay structure i've been at my job for 14 years they brought they changed our pay structure so everybody in the company gets paid exactly the same as i have whether they've been on the job a week or 10 years to me that that was that that, that was offensive and it pissed me off at the same time sure but people Absolutely. get offended, like if you say "Let's go, Brandon." I mean, that's not offensive. That's not a, not attack on you. If that mm -hmm. if that pisses you off, that's different. Sure, but there's a there's a designation and, difference there. And we definitely have room in this chat to talk about things that piss us off. I mean, that's part of the grumpy old man image, right? Get off my lawn. But tonight we're more about the being offended and what I really am. am trying to it's, it's funny because all week long i think about it, examples and ideas and i don't write them down because i'm not smart enough and then i get here and i completely draw a blank when we're live and the camera's on but um you know things that that we have just been conditioned over the the years especially the last few years we have been conditioned to change the way that we say not say certain things or we have to say certain things a certain way because people get offended but we're not allowed to be offended back. Um, so I and again, I'm I'm completely drawing blank blanks now when I when I try to come up with some of these examples. Um, but let's let's say that um, here's a great example. I can't with a live video like this on YouTube, I can't show a firearm because people get offended by that. And yet I'm offended that I have to worry about something like that. Um, I'm offended. It's offensive to me that we can't show off a, a firearm in a live video because one person shot up, you know, committed murder on a live video. And now they've, it, no, you can have it in the background. You just can't pick it up and handle it on a live video. Uh, which, which, yeah, Pat is, for those of you that can't see the screen, Pat is gesturing to, uh, it looks like a bolt action scoped rifle on a, on a rest in the background up against the back wall of his bunker there. And, uh, in a lovely display of a couple, uh, skull, skull and antler Euro mounts and some gourds. I can't see what else. Um, but here's, here's the thing is it's offensive that we all have had to change that. I mean, how many times over the course of, of caliber corner, Travis, have you held up a gun, even manipulated it, um, shown the camera that it's clear that that you're not actually going to shoot somebody through their computer screen, but now you can't do that. And if you, if you screw up or anybody on your panel screws up and, and forgets and holds something up and manipulates it, you run the risk of getting not only the video feed killed, but your channel erased. Yeah, is I did that. that. Is that not we did that almost every people? episode up until the point that the new rules came in about it, that you mm -hmm. couldn't do it anymore. And then even then I was worried about just having them on display behind me is the, is the, is the the de detection algorithm going to notice the shape in the background and think that it's, you know, a gun being held up in front of the camera? So that, yeah, I mean, that really does bother me that you can't even do that. I don't know. I guess when you see how guns are handled in a lot of the media on YouTube, it's a lot more irresponsibly and, and we're doing it in a responsible manner. Mm -hmm. So I just don't agree with that all because of one person's mistake, one person's choice, you know. Here's one, and it's not it's not a topic that we've really broached a whole lot in in this podcast ever. 
Um, and you know what? Maybe that's just because I've been afraid of offending people. Uh, it's not gun related at all. It's just the world we live in today. Um, we, you know, the thing with pronouns and people being transgender and, and misgendering people and and all that kind of stuff that, you know, it's so easy for people to get offended when you say, yes, sir. No, it's ma'am. Okay. Sorry. Uh, individual night night. I'm thank you for your business human being. You know, I mean, we, we make such a big deal. Well, we don't, but such a big deal gets made now out of using the right pronouns and, and the, the people that are like, well, my pronouns change from, from day to day and sometimes throughout the day. And, uh, you know, other times, um, it just, I, you just have to guess and you have to keep up with me. Cause maybe I'll feel like a him, him, her one moment. And the next moment I'll feel like a lizard person. And how are, you know, if I don't know that you just have to know. And we're so afraid of saying yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. In certain, certain parts of the world that we might offend somebody, but yet I'm not allowed to come out and say that there are two genders. There are male and female. There's nothing else. You can feel how you feel. That's one thing. But the fact of the matter is there's male, there's female, and anything else is that, that is in between or both. Those are the very, very minute exceptions. And I'm offended that I'm not allowed to say that. In fact, the, fa the fact that I have said it could put a target on this podcast. I don't even know, but it's a chance I'm taking. Um, but that's just it is if you, if you were born with an X chromosome and a Y chromosome and you have male genitalia and in your heart, you feel like you, that like that's wrong. Like it's backwards. Like you should have been born as a female and you want to live your life as a female. That is a whole different discussion than whether or not there is only male or female. But the fact that you feel like it's wrong is proof that it's right, that, that you are a male. You feel like you should have been a female because, because inside you feel more like that. But on the outside, dude, you got a penis. You ain't a girl. That's how it works. And I'm offended that we can't say such a thing in common everyday conversations anymore that we have had to bend over backwards for such, Why a, can't you? For such a moment. Why not? What's stopping not? you? You know what's stopping you? You yes, are stopping fact, you. The fact that I am worried about offending people. I'm offending people. I'm reclaiming that, that, my time. That ain't on them. That, they ought to be offended that you are putting the, the blame on them for the fact that you are afraid to speak your mind. Now, I get That's work in here. school. That's what we're doing here. And I get work in school. And mm -hmm. if you only care about being on YouTube for compensation, then you're at work. This isn't an open platform. So if you're on YouTube and you don't care about the compensation and if they pull your channel down, it's a headache because you're going to start up a new channel or now you got to find subscribers again or people don't know where to find you or that's eight years of your life down the tube. I get it. But otherwise, you're at work. I don't agree with their terms of service, just like I don't agree with some of the rules at my job, but you're at work. So other than work or school, which you prefaced at the beginning of your show, mm -hmm. there's nobody saying you can't wear that. Let's go Brandon shirt. There's nobody saying you can't say speak your mind. Now, if you're in somebody else's house, we talked about this on one of your shows, your house, you, your rules. When a guest comes over, if they want to try to 
to, to push your buttons or just irritate you, you have the right to tell them to leave. Just like if you go over there, they're going to say, you know, don't do this at my house. Don't I, we don't talk politics or we don't talk religion or we don't this or we don't that. Or that you go over there and they all they do is talk about things that irritate you. But you're in their house. You can't tell them to shut up. Then that's your choice to go to their house or it's their choice to come to your house or whatever. So at the end of the day, out in public, uh, you know, I suppose you could go into Walmart with a T-shirt and the store manager could say, sir, could you change your shirt or leave or something like that? Kind of like the, the, the mask policy in, in some places. But other than that, it's on you to be afraid to speak your mind. Exactly. I, exactly. I offend people because I speak my mind. But you always know where you stand with me. And I understand somebody who won't speak their mind, once again, at their job. This is how they feed their family or at school. They're trying to get to this degree or, or whatever, diploma or whatever, and get through all this crap. So then they can go out and speak their mind. I get that. But other than that, you're, you're kind of putting the blame or the guilt or the, or the responsibility on the other person. It's their right to be offended. It's your right to offend them and vice versa. Isn't that what being offended is all about? If if I'm offended, uh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm placing the responsibility that is mine upon them. Upon them. Uh, that that's how okay. being offended that's, works. How about right? this? If you're offended that you can't say things that other people feel offensive, doesn't that make you a hypocrite? No. No, it doesn't, because that's what this discussion is about. Is again, I preface this with what you had said, but also remember when I said, I get it. Nobody cares. The world does not stop turning because I got offended because I understand that offense can't be given. It can only be taken. And who am I that anybody should care that I'm upset about something, but this is not only about me. This is about so many people out there who are refusing to take a stand and and so many of them claim to be on the right side of the spectrum. They claim to be pro-freedom. They claim to be pro-Second Amendment, pro-whatever it is. They, they want to, on one hand, you know, they share the Let's Go Brandon meme, and, and they talk about how the Democrats have ruined the country and the liberals and the whatever. Um, I still don't know the, the – I still don't know the correct term for the group that I that – I, speak of and it's not because of being offensive but not every democrat's bad not every liberal's bad not every leftist is bad but i don't know i i don't have a better term so i usually say the left but the fact is that there are tons of people out there who hopefully will hear my voice saying this whether it's tonight live or after the fact that will start to think you know what i'm one of those people i've been walking on eggshells I'm offended. Maybe defense dad, maybe you're right. Maybe we shouldn't say I'm offended. Maybe we should just say I'm pissed off. What's the difference? Who cares if you're pissed off? Who am I that anybody should care what makes me mad other than hopefully it's entertaining when I go off on a rant and more people want to watch because I do eventually get compensated about twice a year. I'll get paid out by Google for watching this. Yeah. That's no secret, but obviously this isn't a money making endeavor um, because if it was, I'd be a lot more careful about the, the things that I throw out, uh, as far as concepts and ideas, well, but, but ultimately that's what I want to wake people up and maybe we can stop caring collectively, 
about who gets offended and just start talking about things that, you know, not your truth or my truth, but the truth, the capital T truth. There are two genders. You can feel how you want and you and I can have a, a conversation about how I'm going to treat you because I've got friends. I've got acquaintances. They're not good friends, but I've got acquaintances who were born one way and want to live their life a different way. And you know what? If they're nice to me, I'll be nice to them because that's how being human works. But at the end of the day, uh, we're either going to agree to not talk about it in the interest of, of being friends, which sometimes you do have to do to be friends. But if we get into the discussion, I'm never going to change my mind and say that there's more than two genders. Uh, you're a dude that lives your life as a dudette. And that works for you. And I, I'm okay with it because it's not my decision to make. It's not my life to live. But we still can't get away from the fact that in medical school, there, there ain't no third direction. It's male or female or some genetic anomaly. Well, I'll add a caveat to it. And this has nothing to do with the gender thing, but there are places outside of work or school that you do have to be careful about too, because like it or not, a lot of companies monitor their employees' social media. Mm -hmm. And if you post something or say something is offensive, you can be fired for that. So yes, that's another thing that offends me. The fact that people's social media accounts can be used against them when all they're doing is exercising their God-given right that is protected by the First Amendment in this country. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the people in my company are friends on Facebook and all sorts of other stuff. I do not friend anybody other than people I absolutely trust because I like my the my DM is a very nice person. She's requested me on Facebook before. I don't do that because occasionally I post stuff that could get me in trouble at work. No, and, and that's again, and, and that's that's crap. What were you gonna say? Was it Travis? Were you the one? Travis, were you the one? I was gonna say, yeah, I don't, I don't involve friends, family, coworkers in this YouTube stuff. I don't use my real name on YouTube. Uh, you know, I've told people before, I got ex-wives, uh, but that's a choice. And it's not a choice that's uh, going to uh, be 100% effective. There is a, a chance somebody could stumble across my stuff. There are a few family members that actually know about some of my channels and a few friends. I don't like the fact that they know, but they know. Uh, they found out one way or another. But that's a choice. When you decide, hey, I'm going to go on YouTube and show my face and give out my real name and say where I live and where I work and what I do. And then suddenly you're getting called in your boss's office. Dude, you did that to yourself. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have the right, the freedom to do that. You do. But there are consequences. Just like you've got the freedom to think you're a woman if you're really a man. But if somebody goes, dude, you're really a man or I'm going to call you sir or mister or something and you get offended. Well, that's on you because of the choice you make. You know, I think you're kind of taking this thing where you're saying offense puts a responsibility on the other person. This is where I get into the hypocrite thing. Whatever happened to personal responsibility? I don't give a damn if you want to exercise personal responsibility, but I'm going to exercise personal responsibility. If you don't, that's on you. That's not on me. And if you're offended, that's on you, not on me. So I just I don't understand where exactly you're going with this. It kind of sounds like else? you're going away from values that I thought you had. 
Does anybody else think Squib sounds awful offended right now? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, but that's the thing is this isn't all about me, Squib. Some of this is is my own personal feeling, yeah. But again, I want to wake the world up to the fact that we all can be offended. That's just it. We don't have to work, live our lives and, and change everything based on the the snowflake who is offended and the squeaky wheel, you know, the 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 only one that gets the grease. Well, why don't we all squeak then? Why don't we take back this country with common sense and logic? And if we have to use the currency of the day, which is I'm offended, then let's do it, damn it. Let's pay in that currency because it's the only thing they understand. Does that make sense? Am I a hypocrite? If I'm saying if you can't beat them, then learn to play the game better than they can because that's how they're beating us right now. They've learned to play the game better than we have, and we're still all focused on, uh, you know, 9 millimeter versus 45. Well, they're actually getting laws passed because they're preying on emotions, and we're still all, facts don't care about your feelings. Wait a minute, what happened to my rights? Let's say, let's use the words I'm offended. Let's make them mean what we want them to mean, which is, I'm offended to me, I'm saying right now, I'm offended means I am not putting up with this crap any longer. You being offended and getting your way is no longer the way that I'm willing to play this game. I'm offended too, that we can't have it the way it used to be. So I want it the way it used to be. I'm offended. What are you going to do about it? Put it back? I hope so. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I want to wake people up to. They can be offended and we have to bend over backwards. Well, screw that. They can bend over backwards because I'm offended. And if they don't want to play by those rules, then I don't want to hear them say they're offended anymore. Because I'm offended all of a sudden doesn't mean anything, does it? Now that we want to use it. But let's play the game by their rules. Let's use the currency of the day, which is being offended. Let's make it work to our advantage. If that makes me a hypocrite, then so be it. But I don't care who don't like it. And, and, and crickets. <laughs> I'll put it this way. This has been one hell of a debate, and I love it. <laughs> guys out there watching are sharing this and hitting mashing that share button and being like these guys are going at it and they're saying the same thing in different ways hey uh no. just to kind of comment on something because you know we talk about schools all the time i'm looking at blitz's comment he says i'm sure travis may be able to level with me but working at a school oof it's rough right now not to offend you know i mean me i keep my my political and religious and personal opinions to myself i mean i'm there to teach a subject that is not controversial you know the top the subject that i teach and so i don't i'm not going to be one of those people that just starts spouting off about whatever anti-vaxxing or vaccines or a candidate or anything like that so i think sometimes you know just teachers get themselves in, into trouble because they start pushing their political ideology in the classroom and that ends up going viral and those teachers get fired and so on but you know well, and that's where you I do, want to say you do bring that you do bring that on yourself and that's not really the forum to push that kind of an opinion on kids 
Now, for history teachers, whatever, debate, stuff like that, that's a whole different kind of realm. But when somebody goes off on something, I, I think as a teacher, you need to be careful because you have a huge influence over how those kids think. And, you know, we're taught to project both sides of an issue if we're going to have a debate on something. And it has to be in a class that that's relevant to the content. Mm -hmm. So, but, but I do see where he's coming from. It is hard to, you really have to think twice before you say things because you work around such a variety of people that it well, is easy to offend about anybody and you don't even think about it, you know? And absolutely. And, and I would just want to say on behalf of somebody who doesn't have kids in school, but I mean, on behalf of those who do, uh, thank you. Thank you for not bringing that into your classroom. And the reason I say that before I offend any of you out there listening, because I think we all could agree that if more teachers brought forth political and social opinions that mirrored our own, we would be happier with, with that, knowing that that's who is teaching our children, right? But if one can do it, then all can do it. And we get so mad when we hear about somebody who wants to talk about how evil white people are and and bring their political and social beliefs into the classroom when it's not a, a social a social studies class, right? Or or a debate class or something like that. It, it could be Spanish class. And what who cares if the Spanish teacher feels one way or the other or who they're going to vote for? That's not something that the students should ever know. And if we don't want the teachers on the far left to bring their stuff into the classroom, then by the same token, we don't want Travis bringing his stuff into the classroom either because fair is fair. And if we want the, the children, the, the students to be taught in a neutral environment, then let's make it a neutral environment, right? So so thank you for being cognizant of that and, and not bringing your stuff into the classroom. And I wish every teacher would do that. And at the end of the day, the kids get taught in an environment that isn't political, isn't socially charged, isn't racially charged, um, and, or, or not racially charged, but I mean uh, charged up with the, the topic of the day is racism this year. Um, you know, it ain't going to go away if all they hear all day long is how racist everybody is, right? Let's, let's not talk about that. Um, and let's not hide it under the rug either, but let's not make it more than it is. Um, let's well, say that, yeah, there are people out there uh, there have been people in the past that have got it wrong, and that's not the way it should be, and leave it at that. Hey, Travis, Travis, Vominos, Brandon, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's that's more like that's more like Brandon. Let's 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 go. Like let's leave. Like we're going, Brandon. So it'd be okay. more like it'd be more like Adelante, Brandon. Like you know, move ahead, Brandon. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. Because, I mean, that's like, that, that'd be like saying you want to take Brandon with you. And I don't know if anybody wants to do that. So, um, no. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, everybody nice out there, there. In, in, in Spanish, well, it's it's been a while. Uh, yeah, yeah I forgot about class, Adelante. That mistake. So, had you taken that class, we wouldn't uh, be having this discussion. So, <laughs> so about, if you walk in with a shirt that says Adelante Brandon. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> I, I okay, just. But what about. Did, okay. What about this yeah. one, though? What if we change yeah. that up just a little bit to say Vamanos ir al baño, Brandon? There you go. There you go. That That's actually... That's <laughs> Time for a diaper good. change. Let's go to the bathroom. Well, so I want to add, because this is something that just kind of happened last week, and it was a, kind of an eye-opener. So there's another show. I'm not going to name show. 
but it is it is a African American two uh, A channel. And I, I'm offended that you said African American. It's black. Well, I'm just yeah. I'm trying to go with YouTube. We'll get what we'll give John a strike. But anyway, so they were talking about at what age should you introduce children to firearms? And one of the panelists um, started saying comments about um, how race comes into it. And I, all I did was type. And I'm in this chat a lot. I'm not not on the panel, but I chat a lot. Um, I said, so explain to me what race has to do with what age you're comfortable introducing your child to a firearm. And one of the panelists got on there and he says, oh, here we go. I'm tired of people getting offended with everything we bring up race. So I, I asked for a link and I went on like, no, no, no. I wasn't being racist or offended or anything. But tonight's discussion on this show is how old should a child be before you introduce them to firearms? So I was genuinely curious, what does the color of the skin or race have to do with that? More so than is the child mature enough or competent enough to handle that firearm safely? So I actually, and then after I explained myself that, they were cool and they, and everything, and they appreciated me coming on. But there, you, people get offended by race, and, and you, especially in chats, and you have to be careful whether it's on YouTube or in an email at work or a text, what you type because people cannot hear your intonation and your intent and people automatically jump to being offended and pulling that kind of stuff. So that happened to me. So I, the, people got offended by initially by assuming I meant it one way without that. And luckily they let me keep come on and put my side of it. And then we had a good chat the rest of the night. Yeah, I'll, I'll caveat that a little bit more defense, Dad. Um, on the internet, if you put out a chat or a tweet or what have you, just like what you were saying, sometimes you can't get across your point in under 140 or under 160 or even 240 characters. Somebody can completely miscue that the wrong complete, just totally blow it completely out of the freaking water when you know you're trying to point it one way and somebody else is pointing it the other way. And just like what you did, you had to go on. You had to clarify ex your exact meaning. <clears throat> so that's, that's sometimes why I hate the freaking internet because... You can read something. Let's say you take a group of 100 people. 100 people think it's, you know, out of that 100, maybe 25 think it's this way. Maybe 35 think it's this way. And maybe the rest think it's another way. That's why it's so hard to convey a point across the Internet when you're on a chat or texting you know, in text form versus like what we're doing here tonight, where you can actually hear our voices, you can see us and everything. Right. That's the big, that's one of the big difference that I don't like about the text stuff is because half the time, if you get in, if you get into the weeds on a subject, you can't explain everything through a text because somebody can be offended by it because of capital letters in your damn text 
Yeah, and if anybody yeah. doesn't believe that, go back. If you don't, if you have a spouse or a significant other, and you had a conversation one day and you text the answer back, yeah, okay. There is about fifty million different ways that person can take those exactly. two words. Well, and, exactly. And being and offended is just the newer version of the old-fashioned having a chip on your shoulder, right? Right. I mean, there are people who go around expressly looking to be offended because, again, it's the currency of the day. So the more offended you are, the more socially wealthy you are. And so they're just looking for reasons to be offended by what you said. And sometimes they will let you know that they're that way with a with a uh, a comment like, what's that supposed to mean? Right. But other times they, they don't even bother prefacing with that and they just lay into you. But again, because there's no way to tell inflection or if you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable or not when you type it. And if you type it in all caps, you're shouting. Right. That makes a difference, too. Um, and so. Yeah, you're right. It, but there are always going to be those people who who want to make something where it isn't. And I've, exactly. I've said this before. I don't know if I've ever said it here on the podcast, but um, this applies on so many different levels. But the the demand for bigotry far outweighs the supply. The, the demand for racism today far outweighs the supply. There are so many more people looking for it than there are people that are actually giving it bigotry the same way or or being offensive the demand for someone to to be offensive far outweighs the supply of somebody who's actually trying to be offensive right and there are so many things that you can say it's in fact almost anything that you can say somebody if they're good enough at what they do can twist it around to to find a reason to be hurt or offended by what you said no matter what it was well, and how many of these people would truly be offended if there was no cell phone or camera within a hundred yards? Right, or yeah, or computer. Exactly. You know, you could say something completely innocuous, like the sky is very blue today, and if somebody wanted to be offended, they they could say, "Why? What? What's wrong with red? You don't like the red skies? Why don't you like clouds? You know, whatever it is. I mean." I just wanted to comment on how pretty the blue sky is today. That's all. You know, you're a bigot. You're an a-hole because you don't, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, everything can be twisted around and perverted no matter what you say. But if I can plant one seed in people's brain, let's, let's not only not care that people get offended, but let's actively take it back. Let's be offended too, because that's the only thing that they'll understand. It's yeah. the only thing they'll respond to. You can call it you can call it hypocrisy, whatever. But that is today's currency. So why don't we exchange it until they're tired of it? If you want to do that, I think a good way to do that is to lead by example. So don't worry about if YouTube's going to pull the plug on your show, and just say what you're going to say. Or other things. Now, that doesn't mean that it means to be reckless. It's the stuff I talked about earlier. At, oh, yeah. at your job, oh, yeah. at school. If this is your job and that's the thing, then that's it. 
But if you're going to say, yeah, let's all do this. All right. Well, now I'm going to get back to saying this so that I don't get pulled from social media. Well, then why would I? The seed you planted isn't going to go anywhere because you're not even willing to eat the fruit off the plant when it grows. So that's that's part of it. I'm glad you said that because we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. Well, how about the people that act a certain way when it's just you and them in a room having a conversation? But then when they get in a group of their peers, they suddenly flip on you and now you're the enemy. Right. Uh, no, I, that, that's crap too. I, I'm very offended when people are like that. Although, let me say this. Those of you that know me well, that have seen me just one-on-one -on -one versus in a crowd full of people, I don't flip on people. I don't. I don't say one thing when it's just you and me riding in the car and then turn around in front of a group of people and throw you under the bus, or I hope not anyway. But what I will do is because I am by nature, I'm wired to be a performer and hopefully an entertainer when it's just one-on-one, -on -one, I am a lot more subdued unless you really fire me up. But when there's a group of people, when I have an audience, I become a performer and I do change the way that I do things a little bit because now I'm playing to an audience. So I know that's not, I hope that's not necessarily what you meant, Squib. But I mean, some of us are just like that. Some of us, when, when, when I am on this show, I'm still me. But those of you that have talked to me one-on-one -on -one can attest that I'm not always the way that I am here on the show, but it's still me. I'm still not, I'm not playing a character. I'm not playing a part, but there are different sides of me. I'm not, I'm not just. No, I'm talking about when myself, a white male, mm -hmm. have a conversation mm -hmm. with a female who agrees that she doesn't like guys that aren't masculine. She doesn't believe in that toxic masculinity crap that they try to force feed us. Right. Or me, a white male, have a conversation with a black individual, male or female, and they go, yeah, man, all that racism crap is, you know, white people are nicer to me than black people are, or other stuff like that. But then when that female gets in a group with other females, she's all like, girl power and men are pigs and toxic masculinity. Yeah, or that black person gets in a group with another bunch of black people and says, yeah, man, those white people are all racist and they're privileged and they're all this. It's like, wait a minute, didn't we just have a conversation one on one yesterday? But now that you're in a group of your peers, I'm the bad guy. But we were talking like we were getting along and having an understanding. And so that's what I was talking about. And that has right. happened to me and, and, where I've had a conversation with somebody who's not like me and come to find out we really aren't that different. But then as soon as they're not around me. So it's like, OK, whatever. Just say whatever you want. Just follow the leader, follow the herd, do what you want to do. There are ways you can still work a job and get along with your family at Thanksgiving dinner and make it through life and still be yourself and stand behind the things you believe and words you say, and maybe even pick and choose those times and not have to worry about any of the other stuff. But if you want to live your whole life walking on eggshells and doing that, that's your choice. That's your right. I, I don't care if somebody changes or not, but I just don't, I don't like the, the, the way somebody is, I guess it's was. Is that two-faced? Well, and that's what I was about to say. They showed you who they truly are, though. They're two-faced. They cannot be trusted. Which is good that you found that out before you got in a foxhole with them. But yeah, clearly that person is not going to have your back. And I don't, that, I don't get in foxholes. Know about them. 
I, I don't get in foxholes. Marines get in fighting holes. The Army uses foxholes. I'm offended that you would use Army terminology on me. That's okay. Um, in, in my defense, not that I care that you're offended, but in my defense, um, I don't know the, the right terms between the branches because I've never been in any of them. So please forgive me. And if it helps, I can send like a whole crate of whatever, uh, what other color crayon you prefer, whichever ones taste the best. If it makes us you feel better. Oh, don't well, the crayons don't might help, but don't apologize to me because that's a sign of weakness. Yeah, okay. you well, then, then here's, here's something to add. To, yourself. Here, here's something to add to think about to what Squib just said. So, in which situation did that person show you their true self? When it, was it the, their true self when it was they were being honest with just you and that person talking one to one, or were they just placating and saying what you they thought you wanted to hear? And their true self was when they got with the group of their peers. I it, submit, could, it could go either way. Go good, either good way. question. I submit that they showed their true self both ways, both sides, because they lack a spine. And what is it? anybody who ever watched Lonesome Dove, the, the epic Western, um, Robert Urich played Jake Spoon in that movie. And he fell in with some outlaws and got himself hung by his best friends because he was running with the wrong crowd. Even if he wasn't the one that did the bad stuff, the murdering, uh, they, they caught him with those guys and they hung him with those guys because he was guilt by association. But uh, after they did it, one of the one of the two old rangers gus was talking to, to the young the young kid newt who used to idolize jake spoon and he said well the thing you got to know about jake is any wind would blow him so that that's how some people are they they don't have they're not that deeply rooted in any one belief and any wind can blow them and it depends on the crowd that they're with they they believe what the crowd believes because they just go along. They always go with the current. So that that's their true side, no matter which side it is. Uh, it's the side that they're with. That's their true side. See, and I'm a firm believer that the quickest and fastest way to get to know the real person is to have a few drinks with them. <laughs> that's, that's true because their, their walls come down and the real person shines through quite often. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to get drunk, but it used to be, I, I my, my theory used to be I didn't truly trust anybody unless I had seen them drunk. Now I'm older and I don't get drunk as much as I used to, but, <laughs> you know, I... Come on over, you, Defense Dad. If you just meet somebody and you have a few drinks with them after two, three drinks, you're going to see the real person come out. And that's a lot faster than trying to get to know someone over the course of a long time. If you really want to get to know somebody... You fight with them. <laughs> and if you really, really <laughs> want to get to know somebody, you divorce them. Oh, my God. So, defense dad, is that why you kept trying to get me to go to the bar with you the first couple times we're hanging out? He's like, I want to hang out with you, but let's meet over here first for a couple beers. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he just partly and partly it took to get you easy. Partly That's... and partly because I don't get out much because I have a kid. This is true. <laughs> so you Sometimes need I just want to go aspect. have a beer. Yeah. There you go. So, you were the excuse. There you go. That had to have been it. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta I go out. Am I supposed to be offended? No. I'm not. <laughs> I just want some mozzarella sticks and a Morgan and Coke, man. That's uh, sometimes that's all it takes. Dude, that's he used you. You should be offended. That's money in the <laughs> bank, um, man. 
I, I want to throw out one more concept that 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 offends me, and then we're going to switch gears and and put that subject to bed. But Squib, it's one of the things that you had said when you were talking about your friend and and discussing to- toxic masculinity. Do you guys remember here a year ago or whenever it came out that Gillette commercial that talked about you know the or I don't know if it talked about it in words, but it showed all the the toxic masculinity and like the the two guys are standing there on the sidewalk and a pretty girl walks by and the one guy, you know, follows her as she walks past. Right. Like she, he's, he's staring at her and like, he's, he, his head moves and he's tracking her and he starts walking over. Like he's going to go talk to her and his buddy steps in front of him and like, you know, puts his hand on his chest and stops him. And he's like, dude, that's not cool now. Okay. It's one thing to be a creeper, right. Or to be a, a, a criminal, a predator, that's not what we're talking about here. Let me just throw that one out first. But if, if you're a single guy and you see a pretty girl walk by, if you're, if you're a guy that's into girls, let's just, hold on. I got to take notes. Right? I got to take notes. Hold on. Right. Okay, go ahead. If you're Travis, yeah. no, honestly, yeah. um, Travis is newly single and I'm sorry if I'm telling your business when you don't want it told, <laughs> but, but here's the thing is Travis is out in public and let's say that it, Oh, better yet. Travis is at, at shields. And a pretty girl walks by. She's alone. She's not with another dude. And so he just happens to decide to walk, you know, walk the direction she's going in hopes that she'll stop and he'll be able to start a conversation with her, right? Maybe he wants to get her number. That's okay. It's not uncool for a dude to look at a girl and say, hey, I'm going to follow her and see if I can get to know her. Again, there is a fine line between that and being creepy and stalkerish, right? We don't want that in our society. We want to teach people not to be that way. I get that. I, I'm, I agree. But how else does this species continue if males and females don't get together? And how are they supposed to get together if they don't talk to each other? And... I'm going to go out on another limb here and this may offend people and that's okay. But ladies, I know gunpowder's out there in the chat. I don't know if there's any other ladies in the chat, but um, gunpowder and Sandhill sweetheart, both. I want to know in the chat, you back me up on this or tell me I'm wrong. One or the other. If, if this world and the fate of the human race had to depend on women pursuing men and not the other way around, would we be in trouble? Because I say we would. Now, there's always going to be strong-willed women that aren't afraid to ask a guy out. But that is the exception. That is not the rule. Well, it's also like the way TV shows, movies, books, songs, things like that say that women are attracted to guys that are classically masculine. And I think people misinterpret what masculine is. They think it's abusive. And it's not abusive. No. It's masculine. No. Women are attracted to that and money, okay? So when you want to be the nice guy in the Hallmark made-for-TV movie, you're never going to get a woman, or you're going to get used and used and used. And that's not what she really wants. Now, she's not going to tell you that because she wants you to read her mind. We don't read minds, okay? (laughs) That's the difference between men and women. Oh, my goodness, I'm using toxic masculinity by explaining the differences. But that's the thing. Real women want a real man. They don't want some soy boy. They don't want some snowflake. They don't want, if you're a really nice guy and 
she's attracted to you because you're a really nice guy. That's your first red flag that she's using you for something. Money, a place to live. I don't know, but something. Okay. But if she, once again, I'm not talking about being abusive or being this, this, this kind of this image of a guy that is, is, um, is truly bad or negative, but being a, an assertive you know, masculine male, that's what women really want. And if a woman out there says she doesn't, she's either lying or she's a feminist or something. Mm-hmm. And it, we're teaching, we're teaching our, our kids and we're even teaching our grown men to behave this way. And then they're having failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationship. And you got these guys getting run through the ringer by women who see an easy target. And as soon as they've used him up, they're on to the next guy. And it's like, I don't understand. I was Prince Charming like in the movies. That's not what they really want. That is not what they really want. And if that offends somebody that I said it, then you're offended by the truth. You are offended by the truth. There's nothing wrong with you being masculine and her being feminine. doesn't mean a woman can't change a tire or a guy can't cook for the whole family. It doesn't mean that a, a woman can't handle a firearm or a guy can't change a diaper. People are mistaking certain things with masculinity and femininity. And we are attracted to feminine females. We're not attracted to butchy women. We're just not. We're and they're not and and that's that's a barrier that you've that's a society thing that has been artificially inserted in there. And that's why you have all these young men that are confused or these guys that are on their fourth marriage and they're going, I just don't understand. I treated her like a princess and she walked all over me because we've been instead of being raised by a positive male role model, a masculine role model, we've been raised by TV and books and movies and songs. And it's unfortunate because we're being told now that if you act like a man, once again, not abusive, if you act like a man, that's bad. And that's not, that's not true. But, but that's what we have, have to deal with these days. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the segment of the show we call Mansplaining with Squip. No, I'm kidding. Dude, you're right on. I've said it. I've said it time and time again. If it's masculine, it is not toxic. And if it is toxic, it is not masculine. They are mutually exclusive. But that's where you get those big gorilla, what do they call them? Chad type guys that think that, you know, if if you're if your biceps aren't as big as theirs, that somehow that just instantly makes them God's gift to women and they can act just however they want to and treat people like jerks. And I just want to, I want to tweak what you said, because I agree with almost everything you just said, Squib. Um, You can be a nice guy. The problem is you can't be only ever a nice guy. Because that goes back to saying that unless you're capable of great, of great violence, you can never be peaceful. You can only be harmless, right? It's okay to be a nice guy. It's okay if she thinks you're a nice guy. If she knows that if it hits the fan, that you're going to drop nice and you're going to get it done and she's going to be safe. That's in my mind and in my experience, that's one of the things that she needs to know about you is that she's safe with you no matter what happens, and that you can handle the situation. Now, if she knows that, and she loves the fact that 99% of the time you're a super nice guy, but she knows that other part is there and the capability is there of being not nice, 
then I think that is what a lot of ladies are looking for. They want, but it's not always about being protected. You're you're making it sound like it's just one thing. I'm saying safe. It's different. Same thing. Protected means that she can't do anything for herself, and you've got to be the knight in shining armor. Safe means that she can count on you to do your end of the job if it hits the fan, just like you're going to count on her to do her part when it hits the fan. Well, and part of that has to, you have to decide what type of woman you want. If you are someone who prefers more of a traditional mm-hmm. stay at home, that kind of first thought doesn't happen very often anymore. Then you don't go out and marry an independent career person who mm-hmm. doesn't want that. You, you, you got it's part. It's not all about what the woman wants. It's partly what the man wants too. In a partner characteristics in a partner is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I have no, I have no desire whatsoever to be with a yes person. But if, I also, if, I also have no desire to be with someone with, with someone who's a glorified roommate. There's got to be a balance between the two people. Absolutely, and there, and the thing is, you got to understand that there are some very strong-willed, very outspoken women out there, and that's great that they're out there. But you have to be prepared for the fact that if you marry that strong-willed, outspoken Texas girl, you're gonna spend a lot of time chained up in the basement like Tardot. That's all you have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, because a lot of people say they they go in this this they think that they're gonna get together with someone and they love them, but they think they can change them. Yeah, I got no. news for you. I'm 46 years old. I am who I am. Yeah. Yep, exactly right. Don't love me for who, who you think that I might be. If you don't love me for who I am, then it ain't going to work. I get it. Um, I, I ultimately, I know I talk a big game, but ultimately I do want people to like me and watch my show. But again, I want you to like me and like my show because of who I am, not because of, of who I pretend to be on here. And I, I'm not going to pretend to be who I'm not, even though... I will show you different sides of me depending on how big my audience is. Yes, I, I know that about me, but it's still me. It's all me. It's really me. Um, okay, so I think we can put this to bed. I, I just want people to stop and think that it's okay for us to get offended too. We're so afraid of being offended because we hate the fact that they always get offended, right? It's okay for us to be offended. And you can put in whatever word you want, but that's what they use, so let's use it. Um, is what I'm really getting at. And again, if, if anybody thinks that makes me a hypocrite, then go ahead and think it. I'm not really going to be offended by that. But I think that we need to play the game by the rules that they have established. And that's something that we suck at. We suck at playing the game by the rules that they have established because we try to fancy ourselves as being better than that. Well, it's not cheating if it's the new rules. So... I think we just need to look at the world maybe a little bit differently and and go out and reclaim some things in our society. But now, having said all that, I do want to talk a little bit before we run out of time tonight about what might happen in the future. I want to know from you out in the chat, and if you're watching this after the fact, I still want you to comment or email me or whatever, but I do want the feedback because that this is not only my show. Without you guys watching and listening... Um, and I understand I said you guys, but that means everybody to me. Guys is a generic term for, for more than one human being. Um, but um, I, I want to know what you guys want to see. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to completely change my show based on what everybody else wants. But at the same time, 
if there are things that I maybe could do differently that I am willing to do and it brings more viewers, then I'm okay with it because because that's the whole reason we do this, right? Um, the tens of people that hear my voice every week, you know what? Great. Um, I would like that to eventually get into more than tens, but we'll see. Um, sponsors, I want to change that up a little bit. This last year, I asked for four sponsors to cover the cost of the stream yard. It's 60 bucks a piece. For four people, it's 240 bucks a year if I pay for a year. Now, I'm going to stay on StreamYard. I'm going to stay on the pro version. Um, even if I have to pay out of pocket, I'm going to do that. But I do want to find some sponsors. The problem I ran into last year was once I had my four, then I was turning people away because I didn't really know what to, how to incorporate other sponsors. I, I wasn't able to put them on the screen or read um a little page off to the side of the monitor for anybody else and so i just didn't get any extra sponsors now this year i want people to be maybe a little proactive if you want to help sponsor us and sponsor the show i want to talk to you i want to see what that looks like in your mind what you're willing to do what you want from us in return for that sponsorship um it probably isn't still going to mean that we're going to have your logo up every week um, unless somebody just absolutely comes in and is willing to, to pay big bucks to be the, the primary sponsor of our show. And I'm not opposed to somebody doing that. Let's get real here. Uh, then you can have your logo on the show every week. Uh, but I, I want to share the love. I don't want to turn people down that do want to support us. And I, I really don't want to seem ungrateful. Um, at the same time, I'm not begging. I, I don't know. I got to find that happy medium ground where, um, that's why I want sponsors because I don't want people just to send money and not get something in return. I, I want you to have something that you get your name recognized, your business promoted, whatever it is. That's, that's what sponsorships mean, right? You, you get advertising for the, the money that you give up or goods or whatever it is. Um, so, but it's, it's, it's going to have to be a conversation that I just have with some folks, but I'm, I'm going right now and putting that out there that we will be looking for sponsors to help us out this next year. The bare minimum, I need to come up with 240 bucks. Like I said, I'll pay it out of pocket if I need to. Uh, but if I can get some sponsors to help cover some of that cost, that'd be even better. And then we can keep going live on Facebook and on YouTube at the same time because I really like doing it that way. Um, as far as the format goes, here, this, I don't hope this isn't a bombshell. Um, I'm really considering changing up from our, it's not an open panel because I don't, I don't publicly post the link to get in, right? Um, but at the same time, I'm really thinking about making this to where it, it's more of a one-on-one -on -one or, or maybe two-on-one type of a format. I don't know how to do that yet um i don't have a like just one of you that is my clear-cut co-host um in fact travis defense dad and pat you guys are pretty much all my co-hosts lately uh you guys haven't missed an episode in a long long time um you know John, so i you could do something like it like a tim pool style or like a stephen crowder style and bring in people to discuss certain points that have some let's say expertise but some experience in a certain field well That'd be cool. that's kind of what i'm you know is, is to, to bring in a guest, um, you know, come up with a topic and, and maybe just have, you know, 
have people rotate or something to where, you know, it, it might just be Pat and me one night. And we're just talking about some stuff and we're having a conversation, just two guys and going, you know, fielding questions and comments out in the chat um, to where we, we don't go around the horn or have a whole bunch of people discuss things. And then as I get, you know, some some people that, that aren't regulars, you know, the the folks like Chris Chang or whoever that we, you know, get to come in, then, you know, maybe it'll just be the two of us. I, I don't really want it to just be the two of us and, lock, and kick everybody out of the panel. But I also don't want to, you know, have necessarily six, seven people on a panel with with that one, you know, special guest either. So I don't really know the right way to do stuff. And I sure don't want to shut anybody out in the cold. But at the same time, um, I don't know do what. So I want to know what everybody thinks. Is it better to have the panel and keep things the way we're going? Because I've no. talked about this before and I still haven't gotten it started yet. Um because reasons but i'm thinking that i i'm gonna do a whole different show aside from this one keep this one live every thursday night eight o'clock um i know that we had more people that watched us on tuesdays at nine but this works better for my schedule and hopefully it grows and we just get either some of the the same ones back or we get some of the new ones uh you know new people to watch us um but i'm i want to do a whole different show on the channel that it's not live it's pre-recorded it's produced um where it is just a one-on-one -on -one discussion and this this is what i said squib when i said that we're going to get there um as far as that's going to be the one where i don't say keep everything pg-13 we're not going to go out of our way to explicitly drop f-bombs just because we can um but it's going to be a format where speak freely. I don't care who doesn't like it. I don't care how mad people get. I don't care what word you drop. Use it. If that's a word, if that's the word that you want to say, then you don't pull punches and I won't either. And I don't know what that means. That means we may get into some heated discussions with me and one other guest, but I'm going to leave that stuff in. It's going to be very, very little edited and maybe just, you know, the, trim the ends off a little bit but the the heart of it's not going to be cut out or doctored uh we're gonna not shy away from any topic uh and, and the topics will just kind of depend on the guests but um it's going to be a place where people can speak freely hopefully they feel that they don't have to hold back and they're not afraid to um go out on a limb you know based on whoever else might watch it but again i mean if, if there's if there's a word or or a question that i have maybe i'm trying to get to know a, something that i don't have experience with um you know maybe maybe i have somebody who was born in a male body and and wants to live their life as a female and i literally can't wrap my head around that concept because i can't imagine wanting to be anything but a but a man I have questions that I don't know the answers to, and I don't know where else to find them. And again, that's one of those things where we've kind of been told over the, the last several years, you know, that like you can't ask those questions, but and the, then people just expect us to know, right? Like, like reading that the, the reading of the minds that squib was talking about, like, well, you can't just expect people to know this when it's such a foreign concept to so many uh, of the people in the world here. And so I have questions 
and and I want it to be a place where I don't feel well, maybe I'll feel dumb, but that's okay. But I don't feel too afraid to ask. Um, so that's going to be a whole different show though. That way we can keep this one as the show that kids can watch. And that's where, that's the reason why we do pull back sometimes on the language and stuff. It's not because I'm afraid of offending YouTube as much as I just, I've had too many people compliment me on the fact that this is a show that they know that they can trust when their kids are in the room or that, you know, maybe they can play it at work because it's not laced with F-bombs all the time um, and something like that, you know, whatever is the case. Uh, grandma can can be in the other room and you're not afraid to play this one, whatever it is. So I want to keep that that way. I, I like the fact that we we do keep things kind of on the high road here. Okay. Um, so that's why I want that outlet because there's times you guys know that, that have been with me before and after we go live there, there's times that I just, the F bomb is part of my vocabulary. And if, if it comes out, then it comes out, right? Um, this isn't the place for that. This show is not the place for that. And, and I, I've chosen that. And then I've had people compliment me because of that choice and I'm going to stick with it. Um, but I, I still want that other option where I can, again, show that other, 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 other side of me. I got a lot of sides. Apparently, I'm, I'm like an ogre, like an onion. I have layers. Um, so I want to know what people want to see moving forward in season three. Um, the next three weeks. Next Thursday night, uh, we won't be having a show because it's it's the night we go collect nephews to take them deer hunting. Um, the Thursday night after will be during Nebraska's rifle deer season, and it'll be a night that we're traveling, or I'm at least traveling, so I won't be able to do the show. And then the Thursday after that's Thanksgiving. We won't be doing a Thanksgiving show. So I mean, we're looking before for... anybody gets offended. There he is, old nephews he's collecting. They're what? So before anybody gets offended that it's your own nephews you're collecting. Or, it's just or, not or, random people's nephews. I, it could be random people's nephews. I, I don't care. Anybody that wants to go hunting. Um, no, you're right. It It's, well, they're mine now that I'm married. But uh, uh, yeah, my, my wife's brother's kids. Same ones I took hunting last year for the first time. Uh, they're going out for their second trip, uh, second year in a row, because they liked it. And I think one of them is much like the getting out of school as he did the hunting, but he did like the being out, hanging out with us because um, we're cool and we're not mom and dad. So that's kind of nice. But um, yeah, so for three weeks in a row, we won't be having a show. That's why we're going to call this the season finale. We'll start back up in December with season three. And we may not put all the changes into effect right away. It may not come out of the gate as, you know, a, a whole different revamped show. But those are changes that I can see being made um, over the course of, of the next season of it. So, uh, which, I mean, the, the break between seasons is, I think, the natural, logical place to start making a few changes. So, Well, no. maybe maybe just uh, decide week by week by the topic. Put out the topic and get everybody's opinions on it. And there's going to be times you don't want, like, yes, I agree with everything you just said. Okay, what else do we talk about? Well, and, and I think that's going to be 
quite often that's going to happen too. Um, we may not get a whole night's discussion, just two or three of us on, on a given topic. We don't always now, but again, I want to be able to grow everything so that we've got the, the viewership, the chat is more lively. We have more comments, questions. Um, maybe we go down a rabbit hole every now and then, or, or more than every once in a while. That's okay. Um, we'll kind of see what happens. So I'm seeing lots of, okay. Now I'm curious. I'm seeing some of the comments out here. Um, so gunpowder beauty, second favorite. If, oh, I see it. I get it now. Your second favorite F word is food. I think I can, I was about to say what's the first, but now it makes sense. I think I get it. Never mind. See, if you don't want to drop the actual F-bomb, I just say Farfignugan because I grew up in the 80s. But I'm not German. Well, I guess I am German. I don't Did know. Did you not I, I watch don't... Volkswagen commercials when you were a kid? No. Farfignugan. I don't think so. I'm older than you. Well, we probably weren't watching the same network. Somebody's getting restless, huh? Might be time to start wrapping things up. It's been an hour and a half. Um we may start wrapping up because the puppy's getting restless and the chew toys that we've given her have she's chewed through those and and then some um so i guess let me know i really want feedback i'm not seeing really a whole lot out there in the in the chat um i really want the feedback i want to know if there's anything that people want to see done differently if i do make some of the changes i mentioned are you still going to show up to watch because if you tell me that if I, if I do it and you don't care to, to watch anymore that you prefer this way, that also makes a difference. I mean, again, I'm, I'm not willing to completely bend to what people tell me to do. It's my show, but at the same time, it'd be kind of dumb of me to die on that hill, right? And say, hey, I don't care if you guys don't watch, I'm still going to do it. Well, then why? Why would I do it? What's the point if nobody comes to watch? I do this because I get to have this conversation with everybody and I get to hang out with people that I've never even met before and are good friends of mine. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, what else am I? Oh, blitz. Thank you. I see the good luck on the coming hunt. And also where'd that go? We had a, a, not a super chat, a super sticker, but all it says, if I put it up on the screen is super sticker. It's actually, um, a hot dog. I saw it on the YouTube side there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know why it doesn't show us the actual sticker. But thank you for the hot dog. That was supposed to be offensive. Um, just know that I am secure enough in my heterosexuality, Blitz, that your wiener would never offend me as long as you don't try and make me touch it. So that's going to be a whole different level of offense. Um, we don't roll like that. here. That That's toxicity, not masculinity. If you try to make somebody touch your wiener when they don't want to, or they're not of age to do so, it's got to be consensual, kids. Otherwise, it's a crime, and it is bad. Um, I think I think everybody gets offended when you start talking about crimes like that. So hopefully, uh, we can all agree on that one. Let's see, bacon, more bacon with a side of bacon, and then all the other good stuff. Well, what is other good stuff besides bacon? Bacon is the good stuff. Um, more bacon right exactly 
All right. Um, but not that damn Canadian bacon. That's just ham. Ham's yeah. good, too. It's not bacon, though. I don't care if you call it Canadian bacon. It's freaking bacon. Oh, really? Bacon or ham. Okay. All right. But in other countries, things have different uh, different words that mean the same thing. So it's okay. Don't offend me. There are words that are very offensive in the States that, that aren't offensive at all in England. That's true. Another F word. One that if you if you say it here, then... Um, homosexual men get very upset, but if you say it in England, you're just asking for a cigarette. So, um, it's crazy that, that we should have a whole nice discussion of words that mean one thing in one country and something entirely different in another country. Yeah. Don't ever say root in Australia. That will get you thrown in jail. Don't say what? Root. Root? Like, uh, like root beer? Yeah, exactly, because there was a, uh, when NASCAR went to Australia, quick fact, um, they were signing autographs, and he said, are you going to root for me tonight? And the little kid turned around and ran away. Totally means a derogatory term in Australia, like I'm going to, yeah, something to a little kid, and I'm just going to shut the hell up now. Um, I think that's rut. It's it's if 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 you're if what what you're meaning is what I think you're meaning, then we would use the term rut as a hunter, rut and root. Okay, that makes sense a little bit. No, 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 no. This is good. This is a completely different no, not term. The, not this, this is racing term. Are you going to root for me tonight? Are you no, going to scream? You going to? No, I get it. Okay. But in in, in Oz, <laughs> root would mean what rut means, right? Like if you're a deer hunter. Is that it? Uh, no. Not it either? Then never mind. No. You'll have to tell me when we're not on the air. Okay. Yeah, I never, never heard of that. But yeah, well, and, and totally never mind the too. fact that there is no country on the globe besides this one where you have the, the right to say whatever word you want to, at least for now, without getting arrested, right? So even sharing memes that are offensive can get you locked up in some countries like England. So... Um, <laughs> that's that's good to know, Gunpowder. If we make changes, she'll still be here. Tardot got killed off, but uh, now I know that says Missouri Texan, but it looks like Motoxin, and Motoxin sounds like the cool new drug that's on the streets or something. I don't know. That that's that's really cool. Um, I'm pretty sure that's a shot I give the cows. Oh, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Is that is that the new thing that um it's it's actually used by veterinarians, but it also cures COVID or something? You can't say cures COVID on YouTube. We can't even say COVID on YouTube. I'm sorry, YouTube, for saying COVID. We have now that I've said COVID, I have to use the disclaimer so that they don't pull my show that we are not doctors and we are not giving any kind of medical advice here. And the views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those held by the other panelists. Or the sponsors. <laughs> so, okay. Well, the puppy settled down. Um, guys, I know it's going to suck. I don't, probably not for you, but it will for me. Going three weeks. I am going to miss everybody. Um, but again, get those emails in or get those comments down below so that uh, so that I know what people are thinking. And if you're still with us this long, 
then please share the the chat share tonight's episode um go find us on apple or spotify and give us reviews there um or google or wherever you find podcasts iheart tune in pandora we're everywhere if there's a an audio platform audible's the only or not uh, audible is that the one with the books from amazon yeah i think so I think there's like an Amazon podcast, but then there's Audible, and Audible is the only one that I don't have confirmation that we're on, and I haven't checked in a while. But go find us on audio. Share the heck out of it. Help us grow that side, too. Uh, give us reviews, and maybe if enough people listen, we'll actually be, um, we'll, we'll actually make it to the charts, because we're not even on any of the charts. We're not in the top billion or whatever um, that's out there right now. So that'd be kind of cool just to get ranked, even if it's like, you know, we're ranked like 18 millionth it'd be nice to to be ranked um so with that um i just want to give everybody a chance to to sign up yes g23 pandora i i did say pandora if i didn't i meant to um go find it it's under so you search get off my lawn podcast and it's not that um gavin whatever gavin mcinnis is that it um he's famous and he's got one too and people accuse me all the time of ripping him off um and i always tell him if if he if i get big enough that he tells me to change the name then i'll know that we're one step closer to making it and i'll consider it but in the meantime uh you guys know how the name got here so it's had nothing to do with him um in fact i didn't even know he had such a thing until after this one was out anyway um go share the heck out of it let's just go through and let everybody say good night before i do i suppose that we better do this one last time let's get that on the screen the whole time this time uh tonight's show is brought to you on facebook and youtube both by garrett keel at open country firearms in osmond nebraska uh, garrett's goal with open country was to create a great storefront and assist responsible gun owners in new and used purchases custom orders transfers and more He's always been an advocate for the Second Amendment and thought opening his own gun store would be an excellent way to help shooters get what they want and connect with new people. Call Garrett at 402-841-0970 or visit him on the web, opencountryfirearms.com for some of the best deals on new and used firearms, ammunition, and now suppressors. He is a dealer for a silencer shop. He's got the kiosk right in his uh, store there so you can do everything right there and then uh, all you have to do is wait for that phone call that says your tax stamp has arrived uh, and again make sure you let him know that we sent you that you found out about him or even if you didn't find out about him here let him know that you heard about it here on the get off my lawn podcast so with that we will let everybody uh, say good night and then we'll do the list one last time this season so uh last in can be the first one up let's go let's pull that off the screen uh squib anything that you didn't get a chance to say go ahead and speak freely within the rules and uh where can people find what else you have to say uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, there you go. Um, just so you know, once I get my other 
uh, produced podcast underway and I start recording some some episodes of that, I'll be hitting you up because you and I have some great discussions sometimes. And the cool thing about Squib is, again, it's exactly who he is, is, is who he gives you online here. Um, we can have discussions. We can even have arguments. And then we hang up the phone, friends, because that's how friends should be, right? So love yep. that about you. Um, so yeah, go find Squibload on YouTube, and uh, you know what? Search for the speaking squibbish. If you want to see what makes this guy tick, and just have him peel back the layers a little bit into the way that he thinks, go watch those speaking squibbish videos or listen to them. They're great to listen to because uh, the what's on the screen is just usually some B-roll that he's shot. So you can listen to it. You don't have to pay attention to what's on the screen. You can get work done while you're listening. Um, good stuff. Or don't. Or don't. But do. Um, Squib, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you. We'll see you next season. Um, Pat, we'll move over to you next. Any final closing thoughts? And then where can people find you? Oh, well, thanks for having me on tonight. Um, I actually got to uh, meet Squib for a albeit brief moment. And I uh, just wanted to thank him. Hey, you can hear me in earshot tonight. So uh, thanks for coming out. And uh, appreciated it. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, you can find me at Pat Hirsch on YouTube, just the way it sounds. P-A-T-H-E-R-S-H. It's not s-u-r-s-h or any of those other screwed up ones it's h-e-r-s-h and uh yeah thanks for having me on thanks for everybody for uh throwing in their two cents and uh it was a good season um definitely a, a good little fiery chat tonight right at the end that's the way it should be just to uh cap it all off and uh yeah, go out there and offend some liberals and uh, some Democrats because that's just the way it needs to be from now on. Yep, go melt some snowflakes. It's always fun. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, Pat, thanks for being here and hanging out with us, and we'll see you next season, I'm sure. Uh, Defense Dad, anything that you didn't get a chance to say? No, thanks for having me. Uh, check me out on YouTube, and don't forget, sometimes in life the correct answer is because I effing said so. <laughs> that's true that's true and in your case it's also because you're the dad that's why that's right because you're the dad and you said so all right thanks for being here and last but certainly not least travis you're up yeah man apologize i had a fairly lengthy phone call there i just uh just jumped off of it, it wasn't a lady just to let just give everybody a heads up i'm still single but anyway um i appreciate the invite tonight good stuff good discussion um, I didn't get, get a chance to say this yet. I, I get offended when uh, whenever kids say to me, okay, boomer, because it's like, dude, you know, boomers are people that just won't won't try anything new or afraid of technology. That's not me. And I, I do take offense to that. So there you go. You know, they just don't know be a boomer. What's that? You're not old enough to be a boomer. No, the kids will use it with anybody that's an old person that's trying to point out like the traditional ways of doing things or the not so modern take on stuff. But, but and, yeah, but that's what makes it more offensive is the fact that they don't even know what the word means or the origin. Yeah, so that's, that's actually well, why I hate hearing yeah. that because they don't even know what it means. And I think a boomer just means any old person. And I'm like, they, I'm like, and they don't even understand. I'm like, how old do you think I am? They have no idea. 
they they think they're being offended when all they're really doing is proving how stupid they are and and uh, uninformed they are. Oh, so anyway, that was my little. I just had to vent on that one. So it's like, man, I got anyway. Uh, but no, check out my YouTube channel, Travis P One One, and we'll be doing an episode of Caliber Corner this Saturday morning at eight AM Central Time. The well, I guess I, that's that's the the the, the time zone created by God because it's Central Time Zone. But anyway, um, the only time zone that matters, pretty much. It's the only oh, I mean, whatever, is, whatever. You know, the center of every empire is always the center, the Central Time Zone. So. Um, yeah. So anyway, no, I appreciate the invite. It's been a good discussion and man, wherever you take the podcast, you know, we're going to be there to support you anyway. So you do, you do you buddy. It's all good. Appreciate it. All right. And I see over on the, uh, on the chat there that Sandhill sweetheart had kind of signed off and I agree. I want to read this though. We love each and every one of you for supporting us. Um, I know that I sometimes say that I don't care what you think, but if you're watching this, I do, I care about you. I care what you think. And I love the fact that you're watching and listening. So thank you for that. Uh, join us for season three on December 2nd. Is that the next Thursday or the first one in December? Yeah. Cool. So we know already we'll be talking about every second matters in some form or fashion that night. Um, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and call it now and somebody help me remember because it's going to be a month from now. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about not only every second matters, but all of the different things that are possible because of the second amendment is people get mad at me all the time. Um, when I talk about every, you know, on every second matters day that I like to hunt or I like to go out and, and just shoot for fun and plank, or there's people that competitive shoot or, you know, self-defense carry, whatever it is. And people are like, the second amendment's not about hunting. It's not for if the deer rise up against us, which is true. It's not, but good luck hunting with a rifle without people supporting and advocating to preserve the second amendment. Same thing with competitive shooting, carrying for defense, all that stuff. So we're going to talk about all of the different things that are protected under the umbrella of the second amendment. And because it was put in place so that we could keep a tyrannical government in check we get to enjoy all these other facets as well. That's what we're going to talk about because the second amendment's not about hunting, but it is also about hunting and everything else that all lawful purposes for firearms. So um, we've got the list real quick here. Again, if you didn't comment, that means that we didn't know you were here. We're not going to say hi to you. What? Oh, we will. Okay, so on Facebook, we only saw one comment come through, or one commenter come through, and that was Southern Iowa Firearms Training, which sounds like possibly an instructor. So uh, if you're on Facebook, go check out Southern Iowa Firearms Training and see if maybe if you're in the Southern Iowa area that uh, there may be some firearms training available there. Um, on YouTube, we had G23, Pat Hirsch, Gunpowder Beauty, and No Throat Punches, Two consecutive seasons in the books, and none of us have been throat punched by Gunpowder Beauty. I am impressed. She is showing remarkable restraint sometimes. Um, Gizzard Gary, tacos and french fries to make us hungry. Carolina EDC reviews. Blitz, and again, thanks for this super sticker. Uh, Defense Dad, Mike Steadley, Vash Matrix, and Travis P11 did sound off right there at the very end. And of course, Sandhill Sweetheart was out there holding it all down. Because you guys know how this works, and that's one of the shirts that I want to get made eventually. 
Um, that's one of the things I want to do on the hiatus is line up some of these shirts so that we can come back. And if, if they're not ready, at least we can tell you that they're coming. Um, but you guys know how that works. She does the typing. I do the talking and we both focus on what we're good at that way. So there we go on behalf of squib and Pat and defense dad and Travis and the Liberty dog and Sandhill sweetheart and myself. Thank you so much for making this what it is. Thank you guys that are here week in and week out. Um, thank you that are here sporadically and only catch it every now and then live, but then you catch it later on, on the replay. Um, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Honestly, without you guys, there is no reason to do this. So um, clearly that's the, the whole purpose of this is, is because you guys are out there listening, watching. We, we love it. We appreciate it. Uh, catch us. I, I shouldn't say next year, but catch us next season. Catch us in December. We'll start off with every second matters in December. Um, if you want to talk about sponsorships, please get in touch with me. Um, either on, on Facebook or just email. Um, and again, it's down there at the bottom of the screen, but it's nesandhillsmedia at gmail.com because I, I would really like to uh, see what we can get done. And the, the more and better sponsors we have, the, the more and better uh, toys we can work with, both live and when we record some stuff. So you never know if we get enough sponsors and we get some either some some money or some gear coming, then uh, there may be more videos made. It'll give me a reason to get out and shoot some more videos. and That'll be fun too. So uh, I will try to record stuff while we're deer hunting. That's the whole point. I want to get some good pictures, some good video. Um, if I can get the boys hunts on film, I'm going to try and do that. I don't know the first thing about filming hunts, but I do know when I watch uh, expensive, uh, high-budget hunting shows on TV versus the the cheap self-filmed stuff on TV, I can see the difference. So I'm going to try and learn from some of that and see what gets done. But the main thing is uh, get out. Get out and film. I don't care what you film. Turn on your camera. Get out. Get your word out. Get your, get your opinions out. Flood YouTube, especially if you've got common sense. Get that out there. Let's normalize normal people again. Uh, all right. With all that said... It's time to go. Good night, everybody. God bless you. We love you, but it's time to get out of here. So please get off my lawn.